0: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: i talked to him last night and um he was just talking he was, he was just asking the same questions like how you know every year it's the same thing like how you know you know, what do we need to do? Same question you asked. You know, it's just like and I say, I don't know, bro. And and I ask the same to him, like you know, what's what do you think? What's the, what do you think is the problem? I'm saying he'll give me his feedback. I give him my feedback.
2: Isaiah McKenzie talking about how he spoke with Stefan Diggs every year. It's different though. I mean, I don't know exactly what Diggs means or is thinking, of course, but this year's conversation is quite different than last year's was. Um, and it's a bigger, harder conversation this year. Fans are struggling, understandably, with a sudden end at home to the maybe Bengals. It,
3: maybe it appears so is Stefan Diggs. Maybe. Probably a lot of guys on that team are. Uh, but Diggs in particular, you know, he's going to be 30, he's been financially taken care of. You know, I mean, the Bills reacted to the marketplace last offseason. Um, but he he might feel like you know my 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 window's closing, <laughs> you know. Certainly, the team's window is what we care the most about. But you know, Digs best years. There might not be but one or two of those left.
2: Right. Just before we get to calls, if any, I don't really need to say this, but I want to. If anybody needs a pick me up today, the end of the Dallas game. Come <laughs> oh. <laughs> on.
3: I could not stop is that watching that. The funniest.
2: Not- worst play you've ever seen like
3: and it took where right, there was a review before that right because of the schultz right, play at the right. sideline so it took forever you're like oh my god this end this game come on and so it seemed like it took 10 minutes to get that play set up to, to run and <laughs> it
2: was just so bad
3: what are you
2: even trying to accomplish there <laughs> both elliot who is snapping the ball getting just flattened and the receiver as well as the ball just
3: come they both end up in like the same position like they're just Just, like just lying in the grass at the park staring at the sky like what why me
2: such little respect for it that san francisco is not like the bills would be 50 yards back (laughs) Right, everybody would be 50 yards back and he ends up getting incomplete like it's just a quick pass is incomplete on that play amazing
3: Oh, I thought the guy caught it and got tackled. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he I did. I think he caught it, and he just got hammered right away, like, as soon as he got it. it was a good right. job to hold on to the ball, I guess, but whatever.
2: Yeah, Turpin, maybe, did they throw to there? <laughs> yeah, I think that might be right. All right. Back to the phones. Neil
1: is next. Hi, Neil. Gentlemen, thanks for taking my call. I greatly appreciate it. The literal only good kernel I can say is that we're not the Dallas Cowboys. That's really all I can go for as far as positivity. But watching that last play where he just gets flattened like a pancake was was glorious on the Bills. You know, I have to be honest. I, I don't think we're as angry as we should be. I think we're frustrated and almost sort of forlorn, but there should be some real anger. And let me tell you why. This team was supposed to be a Super Bowl team this year. And outside of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, what do we really have offensively? The answer is nothing. We have a bunch of receivers who really should be fourth on most depth charts. We have an offensive line, especially in the interior, where Josh Allen is running for their life, and we can't run the football, and they're not that good. Um, Defensively, we have a front four that got humiliated and punked out at home by a backup offensive lineman on the Cincinnati Bengals who made them look like the biggest difference in the varsity and Pop Warner. It was embarrassing. We have good linebackers pretty good safeties, but as we saw, we can't handle big-time receivers like Jamar Chase with speed, and we just aren't. As we, we got by this season on smoke and mirrors, and the more I look at this coaching staff, I am convinced that this is the second coming of the Marty Schottenheimer year. a guy that will help you build a culture and get you to the playoffs, but he just plays conservatively in the playoffs and doesn't win. And this entire coaching staff has the Marty Schottenheimer vibe where they just get too conservative in the big game and they end up losing, in part, on their own lack of aggressiveness and scheming. And as a guy that buys tickets and a guy that goes to at least four or five Bills games every year, like most of, you know, Bills Mafia friends, Amanda and Jack, I say hello, this is unacceptable to have Ken Dorsey back as the offensive coordinator. How many times this year do you see a simple five-yard pitch and catch or a screenplay, or just something where Josh Allen doesn't have to play hero ball on every single play. And as you said in your open, everything needs to be on the table this year. And one of the things that has to be on the table at the absolute bare minimum is getting rid of Ken Dorsey and Leslie Frazier, who incidentally was a terrible head coach. And although he's been good, it's the same scenario. We have a Marty Schottenheimer system where we get conservative in the playoffs, and as a Bills fan who expected this team to get to the Super Bowl, it's not good enough. And as you said, okay. the window okay. is closing. Okay. And yes, we have Josh Allen. Okay. And Josh Allen is going to keep us I agree with that. Okay. But we have and, and we but Okay. And close with this. We have to stop with this notion that Josh Allen in and of himself fixes everything, solves everything and smooths over the other oh. flaws. That this team
2: has. Well, look, this notion that he fixes everything, is not actual words that the people you're listening to are saying. What they're actually saying is he's great and he gives you Super Bowl hope, and that has not changed. Like he, that is That is still true. Bulldog has said a few times the right point, which is it's going to be harder to build a Super Bowl caliber roster now because of money, and that's right. Like, just the distortion for me is a little much. You want to mention Marty Schottenheimer? You know, it's reasonable enough right now, I think. McDermott, again, was conservative. I think of him for the mechanics, timeouts, punting, that kind of stuff, if not also defensive play calls. Boy, you have both yesterday. Again, you have both. You have wimpy kicks, and you have let's back up, and just not that aggressive looking. You have 12 men on the field more than once. Like, just confusion and it's bad it's bad everything on the table mcdermott for me is not on the table the coordinators are that that's not breaking news i think that that Mm -hmm. would be true mcdermott did say today he's not ready to talk about that he's talking now um but sure like that that is being discussed but like the super bowl hopes hinging on Allen was true is true will continue to be true you didn't make it you know, you got beat by another good team. There were always other good teams, so there.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I before the caller unloaded all that, uh, there was like there was the the preamble. Part of the preamble, I, I believe, was we're not upset enough, right? Did he say something to that effect? I, I feel like he did. Um, I, I'll tell you, for, for me. And this came up with Eric, um, and, and I, I'm I'm trying hard not to just focus on it entirely, uh, because I I don't I don't I don't want to stall the conversation. Um, I am I am upset. I'm disappointed. Um, I want to talk about all the things that need to be changed. But if you're wondering why, what was the caller's name, Mike? Neil. Please. Neil. Why? Maybe I or you. I'll speak for myself. Uh, Why I don't sound more like Ken, like Neil, excuse me, like uh, that fired up. It's because of the the overall here. Um, You know, we spent a couple of weeks talking about mental health and whether these guys were going to be able to get right to go play football. And I think what some guys said today, it sounds to me like maybe some of them never even got right to play football again. But they tried to power through it. And I had all the time you could possibly need in this job for that conversation while Hamlin was hospitalized in Cincinnati. And I think to ignore it now because we're mad that the team didn't make our dreams come true would be duplicitous. So, like, I I can only get to a certain level of frustration and anger about the result yesterday and still have a clear conscience about it because I I think they have been through a lot and yes people that are far mentally tougher than me will want to tell you that they should stick that because they're pro football players and they got to figure out how to make it work and I'm sure there are guys on the team that feel that way uh, about even their own teammates perhaps I shouldn't say I'm sure perhaps um, they went through a lot. And, you know, if if I'm going to tell you I was worried about their mindset before the New England game and even asked Sal about it going into this game, to ignore it, I, I just I feel wouldn't be right. So it's tempering my level of, you know, burn it all, because I, I, I'm not sure how, how – I don't, I don't feel comfortable – screaming like that right now after what we've all been through and they specifically have been through
2: reasonable to me not even yet three weeks ago right time out we'll talk uh, we'll talk some more of course buffalo bills football monday right after this
0: mike show in the bulldog wgr you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe